I'm Dr. Kate Balistrieri, a psychologist and certified sex therapist based in Beverly Hills. Join me on my new podcast, Get Naked with Dr. Kate, for direct and bold conversations about sex, relationships, mental health, and tangible how-tos. Listen to Get Naked with Dr. Kate wherever you get your podcasts. Rana here with an extra special Valentine's greeting to our gorgeous Carriage House members. I just wanted to say happy Valentine's to all of our fabulous listeners. As far as we're concerned, you're all our Valentine's. And to everyone that came to the Lonely Hearts Live the other night, we had such a blast. Thank you for making it out. If you missed the show, it is available to purchase on Eventbrite. It's askronalive.com and you can watch it for the next two weeks. If you were there and you want to rewatch it, you're still uh, eligible or valid or whatever word you want to use for the next two weeks. So we hope you enjoy and we hope you enjoy this fun episode we put together for this adorable holiday. Okay? Kiss, kiss, my loves. Happy Valentine's Day. There he is. Happy Valentine's Day, Rana. It's my funny Valentine. It's That's you. my funny Valentine. You're my funny Valentine. Now, if anyone didn't see the live show, you would know that Rana and I have already sung to each other. Yeah. Well, we did. When, we did a full Nat King. We're cult. not going to give it away for free now. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's a nope. musical number. There's a reason why things cost things in this world, and one of the reasons is the show happens, and either you're there or you're not there. Yeah. But boy, did we have a blast. Boy, did we have fun. Rana, yeah. are you seeing a certain someone tonight? Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Cleveland. Uh, yes. Wanted- Is he going to reupholster your carpet, Rana? Excuse me? Ugh. You know... No, I, I didn't we could mean have it that a little way. fun. Today. No, let's do it. I'm sorry, you're right. Let's get This is a classic cliffhanger. Is it's a classic cliffhanger. Is what this is. But is he gonna? Is he gonna do any? Is he gonna redo anything in your bedroom or do anything? I really in your bedroom? wish you would stop asking questions about how he hangs my drapes or you know what he does to my carpet or any. You know, it's just the innuendo. You're right. You're right. I don't it's even mean it that pleasant. way. I know. I don't pleasant. mean it that way. You're taking it that way. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> Just taking it wrong. You're you're way oh, too. Oh, then sensitive. I apologize to you. I owe you Thank an you. apology. Yeah. Thank you. You you're just saying I'm sure you feel that way, but it's not true. Correct. Yeah, I apologize. Correct. I would apologize to you. He wanted to fly in and take me to Contessa in the Newbury Hotel for dinner. Yeah. And I really just didn't think that was good enough. It's really more to me of a brunch place. Holy crap. And I also don't like to go to a place when they're having their Valentine night dinner. I, I'm with you their, there. I'm with you there. Yeah. So I said- It's a little bit amateur hour. Yeah. I said some other time. So I assumed you and I can spend time together tonight. Is that right? Um, I thought we could what, re-watch season three of Emily in Paris. Yeah. Which no, I, absolutely makes me, I'll tell you, there's no better, I should be, they should hire me. There's no better Valentine show than Emily in Paris. It makes you feel like you're 13. Yeah. It's absolute dumb, dumb, dumb. And you watch it and you think, oh, I just I, wonder if he'll call her. I could, I could watch it on the early side, Rana. Like if you want to do a 5 p.m., 6 p.m. screening. Well, 
And then what? So then we're going to get clam rolls or from Kelly's or what do you want to do? Because I do love, I, you great. know what I wouldn't mind? Let's I do love put a clam on roll. a cashmere Laura Piana Swats. Okay, that's only one of us. Who Let's has watch those. Emily in Paris. We'll send Yadvina out to pick up the clam strips and the um, God, shoestring onion rings from yeah. Kelly's, which I love. Yeah, as long as and we're done by like 7.30, She'll have to get them there hot because I'm not eating them if they're not hot. Though we could probably air fry them to bring them back a little if we need to revive them a little bit. Oh, sure. I told and you we'll to get them a ninja. I don't know what you ended up getting. Absolute. What's a ninja? Is that the thing Cody Rigsby was using? Does it look like a bucket? Yeah, sort of. He made some kind of fried chicken in a bucket. He was talking... Well, people were, somebody tagged him because he was on our show and then the next day he was giving love advice in his apartment while he air fried chicken. And somebody said, how dare you give advice without mentioning Ask Rana that you were just on. You were just on it, Cody. And by the way, my packages have not arrived. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Rana, look, as long as we're wrapped up by 7.38, it won't be a problem. Anyway, this is... What do you mean? I'm going to do a marathon. We're going to watch the whole season. And yeah, season no, four except- of Foud is out now, too, so we can watch that and we can have our own little Arab-Israeli conflict like we always do. Well, I'm, I'm, I have an appointment tonight. Um, oh, you have a plans? What were you going to do? Huh. Have, I, have, I, have I talked to you about uh, Auden? W-H- Not Auden. W.H. No, Auden? Like W.H. Auden? Oh, no. What about him? Well, you know Shuby's, the place? Do I know Shobies? Yeah. Well, so I was checking out recently. I'm practically I was, the spokesmodel. I was buying a lot of celery because I tried to do the Why is Lisa Rinna at Fashion Week? Who invited she's always her? She's there. I don't know. No, she's not always there. She's never been invited to I, anything real in her life. She's there. So, Shobies. So I was trying to do the celery juice diet, but I got too tired of it. And oh, also you're not my, on celery juice. Are you? I was years for a day, for Rana, and I got to tell you. Oh, it's I, appalling and I can't, revolting. I will never do it again. But and there isn't enough celery in the world. At the time. For that diet. At the time, I was doing the celery diet, okay? Uh-huh. And I was buying a lot of celery, and there was someone at the cashier. She's drinking a Dr. Brown's cream soda. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm drinking my gorgeous coffee. I'm my having my treat, my Valentine's I have treat. that stuff too, by the way. Anyway, I was checking out, and there was a really Ow! No, Auden. His name's Auden. hit my elbow on the oh, desk. Rana. The point is this. I met... I mean, I was checking out. We always have a little joke about celery stalks and what they remind me of. You know what? I, and what he, they remind him of, this cashier and I. So that's sort of funny. Like someone who hasn't trimmed their oh bush and then God. you have the stalk. Well, whatever. Oh anyway, he came up with the joke oh, and I thought it was really show's funny. Appalling. No, it isn't, Rana. Anyway, <laughs> and then you're not going to, you're going to die when you hear this. I was driving down right by the driftwood and mm-hmm. I saw someone with sort of, they had like a little plumber's crack, but it was nice crack. And um, they were working on a car. Is that something you fruit say to each other, nice crack? (laughs) Constantly. (laughs) And so I pulled over because I was like, I'm going to get a better look at this crack. It's the same cashier. Oh. Auden. He's also a mechanic. He's also a mechanic, Rana. He's both. So. How old is he? He's a little little bit younger than me. 40? How? dare you, first of all. <laughs> no, Rana, he happens to be 26, okay? Oh, 26. He, he okay. happens, and by the way, he's very, very ambitious. Like I said, he has not one job but two. And 
we had sort of thought about, I don't know, last time we were together, I watched him play. Have you ever heard of Elden Ring? <laughs> I have barely heard of Lord of the Rings. Well, okay. Elden Ring's like a game. And anyway, he would sort of, during a, a break in the game, he would kind of switch his head over to the side and stick out his tongue and we would make out. And then he would go back to the game and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So ah! I said, he asked if I wanted to hang out again. And I said, of course I do, except I don't want you to play a video game this time because it was just too messy. Ugh, so, okay, well, you know what? Go have a blast with WH Auden. With Auden. My only question for you is, does he get an employee discount at Shuby's? He does I've get got, an employee dick. Because I've got to have more. That chicken salad, the prices are through the roof on the they, chicken yeah, it's salad way too right expensive. now. And, I but I can't live without it. And listen, all I want to say about this is he does lack the maturity and sensitivity of the lobsterman. Like, that's obvious um, right out the gate. You find yourself missing, longing for Winthrop Well, it's just a right different now. thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's wine versus Zima. You know what I mean? So it's just different. Which do you prefer, Zima or wine? I don't know. Honestly, I I, I mean, might... the lobsterman's two buck chuck. He's not wine. He's you just grapes that have turned. <laughs> Fine. Do you know? The, I told you that the lobsterman's mother egged my car, right? Dolores. Yes. You, do, well, I, you know those anyway, people. I know. I mean, I mean, of course. Anyway, if you want, though, maybe he could come watch Emily in Paris with us. Odd, and I mean. Oh, and then I, I really I could go. don't. Oh, I definitely don't want, but I appreciate the offer. I definitely well, don't want. Well, I'll let you know how what it goes. I'm and maybe the two, the two of us can get in our pajamas when I come back and we can talk all about my date. It's all fine. I'll already be in my pajamas, my okay. PJs. I'll be wearing my new cocoon sweater from Laura Piana, and I'll be wrapped right up in that absolutely exquisite throw that mm. I bought from Edith. You know, oh, yeah, over right. Elora Piana on, in Boston. And yeah, I know he did. He this did. throw, we've she talked about it. She doesn't even look at me. But this yeah. is my Temple Grandin. I mean, I, we, I could be screaming my head off at you, and if you threw this thing on me like Spider-Man with a web. You, your, your heartbeat would settle. Right. and Settle right down to 74. Yeah. Yep. I would, I would go straight from through the roof to resting heartbeat the second it gets Spider-Man onto my body. Dante just chatted us and said that he's the same age as Auden. Well, Dante. So is he making a pass at you? I don't know what he's doing, but Dante, I don't Dante mix work with pleasure. Dante just make a pass pleasure. at you? I don't mix work with pleasure, okay? Dante, do you play Elden Ring? Do you play Elden Ring, Dante? Elden Ring. No, that well, is a is cursed game. Is Wait, it? why, oh, why, no, why? Dante, why? It's about elves, what's it about? That's You're making fun of it, Rana. It's it's one of those. Uh, isn't it like the sequel to Skyrim? It's one of those yes, like middle exactly. earth games. It is that you sink so like hundred hours into. You should see some of the stuff in his closet. Though he's very inventive with like some of the cosplay and stuff. Middle Earth. It's one of those Middle Earth games. Yeah. Speaking of Middle Earth. Yes. We really dug deep into the uh, mantle and core of this show. Mantle. In order. In order to get in order to get our hands on some fabulous Valentine's classic cliffhangers. It's so true. And today's classic cliffhangers is all about love. Mm, it has which to is be. A Valentine's of theme, of course. We have we were spreading the love today. Some people are lucky, some people not so much. Right we're gonna on. do a little recap of uh, fa some of our favorite cues 
and then we're going to let you hear them. And then if you're smart, you'll join us on patreon.com slash askgrana because really, what are you waiting for? And Give if you're really smart, you'll join us every month at the Kiki at arsocial.club. And if you have any brain cells in you, Zero. you will follow us on Instagram and you will rate. Oh. And review well, this podcast. Don't write to us unless you're going to give us your Instagram handle. And we I check. mean that. We check. Very, very clearly. Doesn't mean we have to say it on the show, but it sure does mean that we're going to check. Mm-hmm. All right, dear. Kick Here's, it off. This first one is from Patreon 120 that was called Menage a Doormat. Mm. Love it. And for those of you who don't remember, this was yes. the guy who agreed to open up his relationship with his partner and everything really went off without a hitch. Which it is, always does. Which, by the way, of course it didn't. It was a Remember, disaster. I'll never forget the four guys to a bed. I wish they were, We should include them in every cliffhanger episode. We absolutely should. <laughs> I'll never forget that either. In my life. But instead of having an open relationship, this boyfriend of the guy who wrote in started yeah. sleeping with what he called a mask tormentor, mm-hmm. like I mean, masculine. He was, he was like an ex-military guy. Straight acting military guy named yep. Derek. And his boyfriend mm-hmm. and Derek started hanging out more. And it was more than just sex, almost they like went, they were dating. They went to brunch, yep. as I recall. They went to brunch. So the letter <gasps> writer was very upset over this relationship going where it was going. Yeah. And he was wondering, should he leave his boyfriend to spend his days with straight acting Derek or try to take control and fix this relationship. Mm-hmm. And the, by the way, the letter writer uh, signed the letter menage blah, but we changed it to menage a doormat. So, so here, that, listen to that. That'll give you a little hint to how we felt about Correct. this. <laughs> Dearest Ron and Brian, I write to you with a quandary of, by the way, here we are 98 minutes into the podcast. I haven't even mentioned the social club. I hate to well, tell I thought, you something. Usually we would do that after the cliffhanger, but well, let's we do it will. now. We will after the cliffhanger, but I'm just going to tell you it's a runaway hit. The and comments we've I'm been getting, say. people are so excited about arsocial.club. They can't Please not. Don't. Please <laughs> stop saying Please stop saying that. When I posted it the other day, I had to put two URL. I'm saying, I can't, you know. Yeah. Well, really arsocialclub.com takes you there, but if you really want to be edgy, arsocial.club. I really, is the well, link people for are you. saying it looks like ass, and that's making me upset. <laughs> well, that's not even how you spell arse. No, well, that's what I thought. But I, but I, you know what it really is? Ajant stopped drinking after oh. COVID. Oh, so now so he's, he's like trying to make you resent So he's this. upset that he's he resentful. can't be part of the club. Yeah. He's had, you know, whatever, for health reasons, he stopped drinking, not for, okay. men, well, not for, for his mental health. Well, I would say good for him, but he's obviously not happy about it because he's upset that he can't join the club. Well, And so he wants to know, can he just come to the Kiki? And my answer is, if you want to tick the box where you pay for the club, but you don't get the package, then that's fine. Yeah. Or if you want to send your package to someone else, I, I'm willing to do that. You know what? Argent and his if somebody gifts do, it to someone else, they can come to the Kiki. That's so, wait, which person comes to the Kiki? The person who paid for it can come the, to the Kiki. What about the person who gets it? No, they can come too. I'm oh, saying okay. if you buy it for somebody else, I'll let you come as a plus one. Whether you're the gifter it's or the day receiver. pass. It's a okay. day pass. I like that. I like that. So if you buy it for somebody else, write to me at askron at gmail.com. No, but, it, but honestly, Ronna, people are so excited about it. I've been it's not excited. my problem that Ajant can't participate in absolutely everything, but he doesn't have to take it out on our Instagram. No, he doesn't, but he will. I write to you with a quandary of the hat, and although I'll try to keep it brief, I've been known to support a G-string when I'm feeling extra. Cheeky. 
Uh-huh. That's their word. My boyfriend of four years and I have had a really beautiful relationship with recent highlights, including the purchase of a home and the building of a bucolic, friend-filled life here in Boston. Excuse me. That is, up until a couple of weeks ago, around June 20... I wonder if he wears his G-string to the Chandler Inn. That's the spot. Oh. Oh, the old dirty dog spot is what that is. It's a real bear, a real bear pond he's ever done the Freedom Trail with it on. Uh Uh-huh. Just yeah, but secretly and under his secretly shades. underneath uh, yeah. covert, the under British his are coming. asphalt chaps. Exactly. That is up until a few a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so this is fresh. Around June twenty twenty one, we decided to open up our relationship. Buckle up, Brian. <laughs> After a few, and guess what? It all went perfectly. The only people I know who have a perfect open relationship are those dirty dogs who sleep on an eight person bed together. Oh, the ones who are in the quadruple? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a qu- qu- and they sleep in one bed yeah. together? What's a I'll quadruple? What do you call that? A I don't quadruple. know what you call it. Thruple, quadruple? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> After a few years together, where are they? I want an update. I actually know people who do them successfully, Those the open relationship. Okay. But yeah. I'm saying it's not without its bumps is all I'm saying. Well, you have I to would... be rock fucking solid. To do you that. also, it's a new frontier. So new rules, new boundaries, Correct. new this is okay with me, this isn't okay with me. Yeah. You know, it's just a new, a new era. After a few years together and the weathering of a pandemic, we saw this as a chance to explore a different dynamic, and it actually pushed us to be better communicators and really examine examine what we need in our relationship. It was all going smooth, smoothly. I won't get into the specifics of our rules. Why not? Why do they always leave out the best part? I know. I won't. I made a chocolate cake. I won't tell you what kind of chocolate. Yeah, I hate that. Jerks. I hate that one. So we went to go see a movie and then they don't tell you what the movie yeah, was. Yeah. And then crazy. my mother killed herself, but that's not important. Let's right, get to exactly. the part where I told you I'm having trouble walking my dog. Right. Exactly. I won't get into the specifics of our rules, but it was pretty much let's just hook up with other people once in a while, nothing deeper than surface level. Okay. Nine months of growth and explorations. Q, the entry of a masked. Tormenta, spelled M-A-S-C apostrophe D, masculine. Exactly. Is that what that means? Exactly. What is masked? What is that word? Masculine. Yeah. Like, ma- have you ever heard the expression like on, on apps, a lot of times it'll say like mask, looking for mask or looking for mask, meaning someone wants a masculine man. Oh yes. On all my apps. That's it's what like it sort says. Of- <laughs> <laughs> what life It's actually you an upsetting term. Living? It's obnoxious. What'd you say? I don't like it. Mask. I don't either. Yeah. Too close to musk. Ugh. Yeah. The smell of this whole letter is too much. Looking for mask musk, by the way, is probably what a lot of people have written. You should invent mask musk. That's our next product. I am shocked it isn't out there. Through the roof. Through the the entry of a masked torment to calm Derek. Derek. (gasps) What? How dare this person. I guess I forgot about this part. Derek is in the military and is straight acting, to say the least. That's another thing. C bragging. Oh, C bragging about guns and pussy. Excuse me. I can't believe I had to say that word. As Gaga blasts through the speakers of the gay bar. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Without discuss, so he's bi. So he's like, no, just this is a thing that turns people on where they're straight acting. Like they'll. 
guys get turned on by people who are straight acting, even because if they're they want to be with a straight, they want to flip a straight guy. But this, guy, but this guy's not straight because he's I'm in very the gay confused bar. though. So the it's just that, it's almost like a role play thing, Rana. I understand, but for the straight acting guy, how does that scratch his itch? I guess I guess it he gets the off itch for the guy that wants to be with a straight guy. Mm-hmm. But how but, does it scratch the itch for the? Well, it might be like a domination thing, like a not literal domination, but just this sort of sub thing where it's sort of like it's a fantasy, maybe. Right, but it feels, I guess, okay. It feels a little bit flip flop flip. Here we go again with the flip flops. <laughs> flip flops and a wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair to all of them, none of them wore flip-flops. I was saying the only way you could walk at a place like that is if you had flip-flops. Sure, yeah. Flats. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, anyway, some someone's already typing click, clack, click, clack on their board to explain this whole situation to me, which I've already forgotten about. But I think anyway. it's sort of a fantasy for both parties. Yes, I'm just confused because the person who's doing the acting, you would think that that person was sort of the more extroverted personality screaming around the bar about and and the other people sitting next to you sort of turning around saying, why is he talking about, you know, that, but I I guess not. I I guess not. Probably the music's loud. So this is what you do, huh? Scream about P-U-S-S-Y. I I go into bars and I scream. (laughs) That's right. This pup is panting. That's why you said it. Okay. That's right. Without discussing it with me, my boyfriend and this man rented a hotel room and before and after their romp, got drinks together. We all then met up. I was not eager to meet this guy, but was already uncomfortable with the situation and needed to put out my feelers. Okay. We went to the club with a group of friends, but I left early, assuming my boyfriend would Uber home. Why on earth would you assume that? Mm-hmm. He'd already had a you know afternoon delight and three rounds of drinks with this guy. My boy aunt had already paid for a hotel room. Well, the rules. My boyfriend then stayed the night with this man and to add insult to injury, got brunch with him the next morning. Wow. Yeah. That's a weekend. Exactly. That is, that is, that is, by the way, this is what I mean with straight acting versus, Mm -hmm. versus this is, this guy was not straight. He was straight. He was so straight. He had a bottomless mimosas tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Next morning at one of our frequent date spots. Whoa. Well, how big is this town? That's true. None of this is even close to what we had agreed upon in becoming up. But yeah, he was having a whirlwind romance. He was having a before sunset or before after sunrise or before Mm -hmm. sunrise or after sunset. However it works, he was having one. Yeah. He was Julie Delpy. Exactly. Afterwards, I communicated that I would not like my boyfriend to see this man anymore. He then hung out with him the next Saturday. I then decided to leave town to visit my parents for nine days and get some space to reflect and let my abs make this heart grow fonder. While I was out of town, they hung out again. Sadly, they aren't even liaising. They're doing things like getting tea. (gasps) The scandal of that. Or going for walks. My God, Brian. I mean, this is like, this is bad. Well, I already know what I think. I already, my shtetl antennae already. What, that his boyfriend's Maggie Smith? No. Tea and this, walks? Well, there's, 
there's open relationship and there's dating someone else. Those are not the same things. You no, agreed not. that you could sleep with other people. You didn't and agree. And that your open relationship would be sexual only. Yes, not an emotional open relationship. Exactly. You didn't agree that someone could just go date someone else. You agreed that someone could sleep with someone else. So this yeah. really isn't an open relationship. This is called cheating. In the open is what this is called. Having an affair. They're having an affair. This is an affair. What we're reading here is an affair. Well, I was out of town, they hang out again. Okay, ba ba ba. Sadly, da 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 da. I've seen texts from my boyfriend saying, I can't stop thinking about you. And even after telling this man himself that they are both overstepping, it seems neither will listen to how hurt I am or simply don't even care. Of course they don't. They're in love. I was going to say, this is like infatuation. Yeah. Yes. So, friends, I have proved the straights right. In the open relationships, what? So, friends, okay. Have I proved, proven, the straights right in that open relationships are inherently Have messy? Have I proven the straights right, like, in that oh. open relationships, yeah. Boy, oh, boy, I have to learn how to read all over again. Maybe I just had a stroke. <laughs> so, friends, have I proven the straights right in that open relationships are inherently messy? Well, in fairness to me, there's absolutely no discernible punctuation here that could lead to that kind of reading. I'm with you. Or have I simply exposed an inevitable fissure in my relationship that would have have reared its head regardless? I really want to work through this with my boyfriend, but after three instances of this, I'm tempted to throw him to the closeted army brat and let him live out his very emotionally stunted fantasy. Well, you don't have to tempt him. He's already doing it in your face. It has really done a number on my self-esteem. I'm very much a happy gay man, but in some weird way, knowing that all of my self-work throughout the years may not scratch the itch of my boyfriend's needs, even if those needs are emerging from a place of self-loathing, is a very hot and lonely pill to swallow. Thank you so much for all of your generosity, XX, menage a blah. I'm very much not sure if submitting through messages is the way to go. Let me know if email is easier. Also, if you need to change the name Derek, please feel free. I find Ron is joking with Brian and Derek to be hilarious, but also understand if it's not kosher for a letter. (laughs) Then he writes in a follow-up message. Also, realizing Ami brat isn't a nice thing to say. So if this does get chosen, feel free to say Ami boy. Why are you being so nice to him? Well, I think we already got to the root of the problem here. Welcome. This should be signed Menage a Doormat. Menage a Doormat. I'm with you. <laughs> this is, this all, honestly, Rana, I want to hear your take on this. because this Well, is you're like, mad, so you better get hopped. I'm not go. mad. It just, it's, it's heartbreaking to me. It just is. It just is. It's so sad when stuff ends. And I'm not saying this is ending. I'm just oh. saying, like, it's just sad when... This is so stupid. I, it just is sad when people get hurt and they can't. They feel like they can't do anything about it. Well, also when people hurt people is what's awful. Because why? I'm not saying that there's always an elegant exit, but I think one of the things, if I could go back and tell my younger self, I don't, you know, so that's what, two, three years, you know? Sure. But this person, I don't know how old they are, but I don't think they're very old. No, I think I they're think 32 so. tops is what I think they are. Well, they bought a home. So yeah, I would say 30s probably, yeah. It's cruel and disrespectful what your boyfriend is doing. 
And if there's something I could go back and tell myself, it would be that cruelty is never an acceptable option. There's always another way. You're, you're allowed, look, people go through these moments, as you said, infatuation. It happens to people. You get carried away. You're infatuated with another person, whatever it is, and you make bad decisions. But you always know, there's always a voice in the back of your head that's saying, this isn't really fair to, to Derek or Jerry. We'll call him Jerry for the purposes right. of this conversation. Eh, I know he thinks I'm coming home. I know I should text him and say I'm coming, but I don't want because. But also, uh, this is all mixed up for that guy because that's part of the thrill of what's going on here too. And I can tell you right now, if you walk out on these two, either it's going to be over in a month because there's no uh, yeah, this is a flame that's burning pretty bright, yeah. Or it's going to be over in a month because it's going to be over in a month. But you're still left with the same damage that was done, which is that your boyfriend, who's so fabulous that you want to stay together with, is an asshole. This is asshole behavior. And I very rarely swear. I was going to say. this guy is acting like a schmuck. And he's being a jerk to you. And it's not nice. And it's not what you agreed on. And you don't have to stand for it just because you're hoping everything will come back together. And you don't have to care about Ami Bratt's feelings. And you don't have to care. You don't have to care about anyone in this equation anymore. They have released you from that when they decided to flaunt this. And also, what's going on yeah, with this boy? So this boyfriend is also telling himself, oh, we said we were going to be open, so we're going to be honest. That's part of the open relationship. Part of our deal is I say to you, I think I'm going to go home with this guy or whatever it is, however you set it up. But I think I'm going to have brunch with this guy. Also, isn't part of the deal that when you say, hey, I don't like this, this is ends. feeling, this is a different thing, it should end. Yes, but like that's that, not what's going on. Here. That's not what's going on, but that I'm sure is one of the rules. Or if it's not, it's an unspoken one for sure. That's sort of like, hey, when I get uncomfortable with something, when you're crossing a line and I say enough and you say no. You're saying this isn't what we agreed to. And he's saying, whether he's saying it with his words care. or his behavior, I don't care. I don't care. I want this and I don't care. Yeah. And people make these look, you know, okay. A movie star came to town, you know, this army guy taking him mm. around and, you know, you know, taking, having mimosas bye with bye him bye and, then, and yeah. then slapping him around behind a barrel. You know, I don't know what's going on between these two, but something explosive yeah. is happening. They're having a great time together. Yeah. But, but it's, everyone who's involved with it knows it's wrong, but they're doing it anyway. They're selfish and they deserve this and they've talked themselves into it and blah, 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 blah. And this is also sometimes, I don't know what's going else is going on in the relationship. You say it's been going great and it may well have. This can happen where people have chemistry with people and they just say, F it, you live once and I'm gonna do whatever I want and with, let the chips fall where they may. But if there's something else going on in the relationship where this guy felt... This is also what people sometimes do to destroy relationships, to break them up. Mm -hmm. Self-destructive behavior at the end of a relationship. And that's how they do it. They just explode it instead of saying, having a 20-minute, very uncomfortable conversation where they say, 
I don't know what to tell you. I know it's not what we agreed on, but that's what I feel like doing. And I'm sure that hurts your feelings and I'm sorry. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to move out for three days, you know, whatever it is. But who would do that? Because then all the fun's gone. There's no sneaking around anymore. Mm -hmm. Jerk city, USA. That's where this guy's from. Total jerk city. And you're from doormat city, USA. I'm yep. sorry I called him an army brat. What do you care about him? I know. He doesn't care about you. None sure. of these people. No. You know what he did? He walked into your house and he ate out of your dog dish. What I want to know is this, though. What has the boyfriend, what, um, I don't remember who's Derek in this Jerry, situation. Jerry. But- Derek's not with us anymore because I wouldn't do that to Derek. Well, fine. I have but too much respect for the real I know Derek. you do. You do, right? <laughs> Derek is a prince in your eyes. <laughs> You know, Derek's I know he's not perfect, but he I do like him. There's something about him, isn't there? He's got a nice way. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I'm very lucky to have had Derek in my life. He's, he's a, lovely a lovely person. person. He's a lovely Look, person. Look, he may not have been the thing or the thing, but yeah, he's a nice loving guy and he's good to yeah, Sherman. Exactly. Yeah, and he's easy on the eyes. And the other mm-hmm. Handsome, he's handsome. Yeah, it's not, it was nice to be in a relationship where sort of like both of us could look at each other and be so attracted to each other. You yeah, know what and I mean? think it's like we're the, both think think we're both hot stuff here. Right, exactly. Yeah, that Je- was sort Nick of, and Jessica, two fives. Every time. day we thought that we would be yeah. like, we're Nick and Jessica. We're so hot. We did it all the time. <laughs> but my question is, I just want to know what his boyfriend has been saying. Yeah, what does he have to say about this? What does he have Sorry? to say? Yeah, or like. Or what have you, I just, I guess all I'm saying is it seems so strange and horrible to me that someone would say, stop seeing this person, and that the other person would say no. I'm just wondering if the letter writer is thinking and not saying a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Good point. Because I think if you're just thinking it and not saying it, or if you think he should know better or he should know, believe me, I have learned that people, you have to say it, exactly what you what you mean and what you want. And so, because I just can't imagine, this is like sociopathic behavior that someone would be like, sorry. Afterwards, I communicated that I would not like my boyfriend to see this man anymore. He then hung out with him the next Saturday. All right. So then I left town and he didn't care. That's awful. That's awful. The boyfriend be d- honestly be is done with going this. I, I, through yeah. something. It doesn't mean he's a terrible person, but his actions are not acceptable and they're not nice. And yeah. that is the most important thing here. I do. Uh, this goes for the everyone's listening to this right now, saying, "Oh, I'm so glad this isn't me." But the other thing they're hearing is, "I've been there," because oh, yeah. everyone has been there. And my advice for everyone listening who's been there or is about to be there and has been. Jerry and has been the other guy and has been the letter writer because everybody's been on almost every side of this equation. Though mostly if you're menage a doormat, you're the doormat, you're not the Mm -hmm. shoe. Right. But please, please, I can't impart this enough to people. What does it take for you to stop for a moment and just imbue your actions with a little bit of kindness? And I'm not talking about you have to hold the door for every person that walks through the door of the Chestnut Hill Mall. But I, you know, and stand there with the door for two hours. But I'm saying when you know you're doing something naughty or not quite right or whatever, or you're ready for something to end or whatever it is, take a moment, take a breath, think about the fact that this person 
even if they are no longer as important to you or they don't have the prime position in your life in the way that they did, that you spent this time together, that you have been kind to each other, I hope. And say to yourself, how can I, it's going to take a little gumption on my part. Right. But how can I do this in such a way that I, with the least amount of damage, we know it's going to hurt, but how do I do this without, without insulting, unnecessarily hurting, saying things that don't need to be said, whatever it is, just because you feel I've had enough. Shame on you. It's not nice. It isn't nice. Be nice. It isn't nice. And you could, like you just said, Rana, you could do things like break up with people in a way that maybe the other person doesn't want to hear it. And maybe it will be difficult no matter what. There's a way to do it respectfully. and You can live with yourself afterwards. Exactly. uh, Instead, what the people do who do it poorly, they can't live with themselves. So what they do is then they go on a journey of getting mad at you and diminishing you. And remembering everything that happened that you have, you know, I always told him, don't leave a dish in the sink. And he would leave dishes in the sink. It's like, okay, well, he also paid for getting your car fixed. Right. So get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But also enough with the accounting. You know, yeah, I didn't, you gotta, you gotta I didn't get have the fries. Fast. That's yeah. what that is. I didn't that have the is. fries and I can't take responsibility. Who cares? Everyone made choices that, yeah. yeah. Get, oh, you gotta get take over that. Take the so. good, take, a, take stock of where you are in your life and try to move forward with a little bit of grace. Because guess what? You will be able to put it to bed so much quicker. Yeah. But this messy guy is going to come knocking and want to go back to the relationship. And I have bad news for a letter writer who I have to say sounds like a very sweet, sensitive person. So, you know, we're calling you a doormat. The truth is you're a nice guy. Yeah. What doormat wears a G-string? And that you thought- Sexy doormat. I love it. And you thought- that you were both mature enough to do this thing and that everybody could enjoy that a little bit and learned that. But again, I want to say, this is not an open relationship. This is an affair. Those are different things. For sure. Those, these were not what you agreed to. And I'm not saying this is what happens because I don't think it is necessarily what happens. This is what happened in this case. But you need to understand that no matter what he comes back with, you, I don't believe, I could be wrong, it's discussion for you and your therapist or your mother or whoever. I don't believe you're going to forget what he did. I don't believe you can live with it. He can probably live with it. I don't think you can. Especially without his accountability for it and being like, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like there is oh, a world d- this in which- is, Oh, please. He's going to rub his feet for two weeks and then he's going to do it again. I was going to say, there is a world in which this guy recognizes that he did something, whatever, yeah. and that you can move forward from that. But for at first, you'd have to really believe that, you know? Yeah. That's going to take some repair. Yeah. But this doesn't Repairing feel like the that fissure. to me. Because this fissure. is all out in the open. You're going to have to repair the repair fissure. Repair the fissure. Repair the fissure. <sighs> Disgusting. Ron, I got to say, you hit it on the head. Oh, There's yeah. absolutely a difference between yeah. an open relationship and dating someone else. Those are different things. This is cheating. This is not open. There you go. I mean, what are you going to do here? Anyway, I absolutely stand by what we said here. And I also would like to issue a general apology to the carriage house for using the P word. That's okay, Rana. It just shows my age. Yeah, sure. It's very D class A. Yeah. Very day class A. Now this next one was from Patreon 124, Fresno Feelings. Do you remember this? 
No, but it sounds awful. Okay, this was incredible. The setting, Fresno, California. What okay. a what a place. <laughs> Gorgeous. John Steinbeck's de- de- uh, Dust Bowl. The setting, uh, the grapes of wrath. Wonderful. In any event, the letter writer Danny had met a guy named Gennaro on Grindr, right? But they kept yes. him innocent. They were friends, no dates, you know, not a few kisses here. A little there. few kisses. Yeah. Then after Gennaro moved away to work on a farm, as I said, Grapes of Wrath. Yes, that is the great. By the way, this could be a porno. It might be. And then everyone could check everyone's cracks out. There could be a line where he says, great crack. Yeah. I mean, Does anyone ever say that about someone else's tush? Oh, I love this guy so much. His crack is like crack. I say it all the time, Rana. (laughs) Great crack. You ever say his crack is like crack? It's like total crack. I've never crack. said it that way, but I should start. I don't know why. Wasn't that I started so to say, fun? I started to say like, this that, guy has the best crack I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. But wasn't that so fun when that whole trend of everyone referring to things that were delicious as like crack? It was so fun. It was so socially responsible and it fun. It really was. I it loved was great. that. That was I, I used to say so it all the time. I'd oh, like, me oh, too. Oh, this LaMail lip balm, it's like crack. My dad one time yelled at me because I said something was to die for, and he goes, Don't ever say that. Because he thought you were inviting the Gonna, evil eye. Yeah, exactly. That was the where his his little Lebanese. That's the old world. Yes, That's the, old, the world. old world crawled out of his new world body and Correct. and gotcha right there. Made, he said you're inviting the evil eye. Yeah. Well, in a weird way, he was saying how much he loved you. He didn't. Want I know. The evil no, eye I see that now. You. Do you wear a hamsa? Does anyone yeah, in your family wear a hamsa? Every minute. Really? No, no, no. one does. Danny went back on grind and hooked up hot and heavy with Tony, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. He happens to be none other than, bum, 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 Gennaro's brother. Gennaro's okay? brother. So he had a little fling a, fling-a-roo with Danny. It never really went anywhere, but he liked him. Then he ended up sleeping with Danny's brother, Gennaro. Oh, sorry, sleeping with Gennaro's brother, Danny. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel right about it. So wait a second. I got it all wrong. He he. He hooked up with Tony, who was Gennaro. He hooked brother. up with Tony. He's he only Danny. kissed Gennaro. He only yeah. kissed Gennaro. So then Gennaro moves back to town, okay, after being working on the farm, which was very good to his body, apparently, especially Excuse his arms. Me. Gennaro calls Danny, a letter writer, who had already slept with Tony, his brother, for a yeah. date. This time, Danny wants to move things further. He's ready to get together with this guy. But is it the right thing to do after hooking up with Tony, who had told Danny to keep their sex a secret? <gasps> Ooh. Anyway, the stakes are high on this. Well, I don't really know if it was in Fresno, but my shtetl told me that this was some sort of shtetl, <laughs> some right. sort of Fresno situation. Anyway, right. let's let's listen. Please read Naomi's question now. Okay. Uh, you know what, Rana? I'm going to break it down for you really simple. Giggle, giggle. You better. You what better. does he say? What did I say he says when he steals oh, the what burgers is it? again? Oh, no. What was it? I, it was, was so good. There was something I said I that know. he says. When right he in said, if you know. I can't remember what it was, <laughs> but he had a little saying. Like, rabba, 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 rabba. It something was something like, like that. And now I forgot what how I was going to curse you out. Now I can't remember what I was. I've got say. hamburger energy today. Okay, you do. You are as you Naomi's would put it, I'm a, a podcast burglar. She's the podcast burglar. 
She's like the cuckoo bird that we talk about that floats into people's do. nests. I don't know what I would do without my maturity and um, my self confidence. I don't know what I would do. I mean, oh, I, I hope I, I hope I, you've, you said you were being so, you were so scented lately. I hope I didn't decentralize you. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. I'm going to need, though, um, if the blinds mm. are shut over here for a few days, I don't need a knock. <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Dear Rana, read the GD question. Dear Rana Bryant and Nigella Lawson, she would be a great guest. There, I got it. She is. She's a Rana. Let's get her. She really put is. her on the list. Put her on the list. I appreciate all of you. You can call me Danny. About seven years is ago, is it your name? Yeah, good question. Okay. About seven years ago, I met Gennaro, or Gennaro. I'm not sure which. We Gennaro. Both, We'd both moved to the same small town at around the same time. Grinder did its magic, and we met. We hit it off while keeping things innocent. Lots of sushi dates, Thai, playing cards and bars, spending a good portion of time in that space that's more intimate than friendship, but not intimate enough to define their relationship as anything stronger. Although there were goodnight kisses after drinks on a couple of occasions. I kissed him, but I was too chicken shit to pursue him any more than that. He made it clear he would be receptive to something more, but I hesitated. The timing wasn't right, maybe. I didn't have a clear reason not to go for him. I just hesitated. Hmm. I started working early mornings at a bakery, and he moved about 40 minutes away to work on a farm. Hmm. We lost touch, and just like that, everything- Rural gaze. I was going to say, this is a rural situation. Yeah, yeah. We lo- Do you think it's an American situation? Yeah. Okay. We lost touch. And this, just I'm like getting that, Fresno feelings. I, you know what? I was picturing Fresno. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. We lost touch, and just like that, everything fizzled. Cut to a year ago, I go on Grinder and meet Gennaro's younger brother, Tony. Mm. We smoked, watched cool. Point Break. <laughs> I want to know what you smoked. Cool. Yeah, true. I hope it wasn't cigarettes, honestly. No, they smoked, what are you, nuts? They smoked marijuana, some kind of indica sativa combination. Yeah, We smoked, watched Point Break, which I love, and had sex. I didn't feel right about it and haven't spent time with Tony since. Sounds like a pretty fun night. It does. Now we're up to date. Last week, Gennaro reached out and said he's in town. We met for Ty, which was the first time we'd seen each other in three years. The farm work has been good to him. His arms especially. God damn. That initial hesitation is gone, and I'm ready to push up on this guy hard. Before that happens, I thought I should get some perspective on this and ask, am Mm. I out of line? Would that be inappropriate? Tony asked me not to mention the sex to Gennaro, so I haven't. Mm. However, Gennaro does know Tony met me through Grindr. So we could very well infer something happened. I don't know. Perhaps the damage is done and I should back off altogether. Please, I would love to hear some thoughts on this mess I've made. For context, I'm in my early 30s. Gennaro's in his early 40s and Tony is in the 37 area. Thank you, Danny. Names have been changed. Oh, Hello, Danny. Poor Danny. He's so desirable. Oh, Danny boy. You like a man more because he has better arms. Yeah. That's what we call gay riffraff. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. Super he dated official. the brother. They didn't go anywhere. Then he grinded the bro- other brother. Yeah. But he promised the grinded brother he wouldn't tell any th- him that they slept together, which means that the other brother knows you know the 
it's not a question of whoops, nobody. He, I didn't tell him I ever met his brother. Right. He just thinks nothing happened between them. Does he think that? Because did did the, did Danny say nothing happened between us? Because he also said he might have inferred something did happen. Yes, but he also, but the other brother told him not to say anything. Right. Right. So the brother probably said, "Oh, we met. Nothing happened." You're okay. right. Okay. Here's what you do. Yeah. You go have a date with Gennaro. Yeah. You do your best not to sleep with him on this date. Yeah, don't. You just see if there's something there between you. Because I got to be honest with you, I don't think the arms take someone from being wanting to be in a relationship, not wanting to be in a relationship, to suddenly wanting to be in a relationship. So I would connect with him first. Yeah, I'm suggesting you find out if Gennaro's relationship material or whether you're just going to sleep with him. Exactly. Totally. If he's relationship material, you reach out to Tony and you say, look, I really... We had fun. Who cares? Whatever you say to him. But I am thinking about, you I'm know. I'm going to the San Gennaro Festival. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel right uh, not disclosing to him that we, you know, that something happened between us. If you really think you very, you really want to give it a good go. That it's worth maybe upsetting the apple cart for a minute or two. So, yes. Yeah. Tony says, oh, but then my brother's going to be mad at me because he always had feelings for you. Da, 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 da. And you, I think you sort of say the facts, the facts. Yeah. Nothing happened between us after that. So your brother shouldn't be upset. Whether or not you should have stepped out with someone that your brother stepped out with is water under the bridge now. And... I just feel I have to be open with him about this. I can't, because really then, otherwise you have this festering lie. But yeah, I think you I, have to have a couple of dates with Gennaro and hopefully the, not right sleep impression. with him. You've already slept with him, so you know you're attracted to him or you're not or whatever that is. But see if it's really a relationship thing. And if it isn't, it doesn't matter who he slept with. You could sleep with their father too if you want to. It's no one's business. If Benjamin all you're doing Braddock's is sleeping around. was- when he really started to like Elaine and they were dating for real, not telling her. That was this big mistake. Wait, what? Sorry, Benjamin Braddock from The Graduate. <laughs> Once he realized oh, that he was yes. really into Elaine and was falling in love with her, that's, yeah, you got to say something. Yes, though, he was such an unstable character. I don't know whether unstable. he was sleeping with Elaine to get to the mother or yeah. whether... I don't really know. That that movie leaves a lot of questions in a really good way. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I was thinking of Benjamin Bratt, and then I wondered if oh. he had played a character on Seinfeld that I couldn't recall where he went out with Elaine. That's how I wear out my brain. <laughs> I like that train of thought too. Yeah. One time I saw Benjamin Bratt and Julia Roberts walking around in that private garden in um Gramercy. She had well, she lived in Gramercy, so she had a key. Mm-hmm. She has absolutely zero business looking as good as she looks right now. She looks fantastic. She always she looks, looks fantastic. I would argue she looks better than ever. I'm with you. She's always been beautiful. I think she looks even better. Unbelievable. And yeah. the hair color is through the roof. And I don't know who's doing what, but I want all their phone numbers. She's going to be a big star one day. I think she is. I would watch this space. I think this. I think she's had something's headed there for her. Something's there's something there for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, is there more to excavate here? I mean, it, it's a it's a lascivious tale on its surface. Yes. But ultimately what it is, is, is there something there or not? And if there is, then better to not start on an uneven foot. And I'll also say, say this. Things that seem so crucially dramatic in your early 30s, which is not necessarily very young, but it's young, feel very different 10 years later. So Gennaro and Tony probably think this is less of a big deal than you do. Maybe you're enjoying a little bit of this, but I would first decide whether or not you like Gennaro. I do think there's some enjoyment going on here. Whoops, I'm the twink caught in the middle. Two brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I also do think Tony, it was not cool of Tony to step out uh, with someone Gennaro had been with if Gennaro had feelings for them. But Correcto. again, these guys are 37, 42. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Either there's hope for a relationship here or not. I honestly, I'll be honest with you. I don't have high hopes for this relationship anyway. No, me neither. I don't think you even like him that much. I don't think there's anything much there. Yeah. Just a little sexy time. And if that, and if that's the case, then that's fine. But then you, if that's all it is, you don't have to tell anybody anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Let no. them talk about it. Yep. And if he ever says to you, point blank, did you sleep with my brother? You should say yes. Yeah. Actually, I did. I don't think and he's even going to care. For the record, you're you're better in the sack than he is. You tell them each That'll time. end that question. It's true. Actually, yeah. you're right. That will. <laughs> Honestly, you're better in the sack. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. No, wait a minute. When you're at your best, you can do great things. Everyone knows this. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. I say this all the time. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, my weekly appointment with my therapist is something that's as important to me as my facialist, my hair colorist my trainer, my Pilates instructor, my gyrotonics instructor, all of the things that I'm doing to keep myself in tip-top condition. This is just the one I need for my mind and for my soul. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. If you want to live a more empowered life, pardon me, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Rana today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Rana to get 10% off your first month. Hello, Brian. Rana speaking. No, you're Rana. Brian speaking. (laughs) Well, no, it's actually HelloFresh speaking. Oh, it certainly is. Rana. Brian. You love the word fresh. Let's be honest. Fresh is one of my top words, there's no question. And what I like even better than the word fresh is when my food is fresh, delicious, easy to make, comes right to my doorstep, and then I'm not in a recipe rut anymore. Who is everyone not exhausted from eating the same thing on rotation for dinner? over and over again, not to mention the boring takeout options that they have where they live. No kidding. And can I also mention the fact that I really do make an effort every week to eat so much less meat than I usually do. The options at HelloFresh are so vast and so plentiful that you never Mm -hmm. get bored. And they even have certain meals. Like you can pick your meal type, whether you're keto, paleo, any of these things, including one called Quick and Easy. 
which is what I do because that's how I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean, Rana? I, I suppose I yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, so HelloFresh, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. No more trips to the grocery uh, store, okay? And it's all there and ready to go. You just have to get ready to do it. You just have to be excited about having dinner again. Don't you want to be excited about having dinner again? You just have to be excited to have dinner again. And it's affordable. Fast and fresh recipes. HelloFresh latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes. Okay. That easy. We're talking falafel power bowls. That I get like, that, that one. Sounds like your nickname in college. <laughs> Seared steak and potatoes with brunei sauce. Delish. Or Southwest pork and bean burritos. Delicious. Are you kidding me? You'll only find quality ingredients in HelloFresh's recipes. In fact, ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days. So you know, they're fresh. And I got to tell you, Rana, I have tried that falafel power bowl several mm-hmm. times. It is a reorder for me. And it not only is it delicious, but it makes me really? feel good that I'm, you know, saving the planet. I mean, in my own way. Oh, well, <laughs> remind me, I want to talk to you about that. You got it. In, in any event, go to HelloFresh.com slash Rana65. Oh, get ready for this. Get ready for yeah. this. And use code Rana65 for, <gasps> I never even heard of this before. Come on. I didn't know this was an option in life. Yeah. 65% off plus free shipping. Come on. They're going to go out of Are business. Are you kidding me? Go to HelloFresh.com slash Rana65 and use the code Rana65 for 65% off plus free shipping. It's America's number one meal kit. Fabulous. I can't wait to get started. Me too. Hi, Rana. Oh, hi, Brian. Did you know? I didn't. N- well, you don't even know what I'm going <laughs> to say yet. Okay. Well, maybe I did then. Don't. You know what, Rana? You're not going to get under my skin or my hair. (laughs) I'm in your hair. Get me out of your hair. I'm going to wash you right out of my gorgeous, thick (laughs) hair. I have to tell you, millions Mm -hmm. of Americans experience thinning hair. It is so common. In fact, it's so common that you could call it normal, but no one likes to talk about it. Okay. People like to ignore it. They don't want to, they just don't want to engage in that conversation or they, it's talked about like on the DL. But you don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be not. Absolutely not. I take Nutrafol every single day. And by the way, I have people literally text me, guests on this show and listeners of this show text me and say, do you really use it and does it really work? On the DL, they do this. And your answer? Yes. I take it every day and it really works. Look at this gorgeousness. Look at this mane. If this this mane mane doesn't speak for itself. This is the main event, baby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Did you know that there are multiple causes of thinning hair? Okay. Including stress, hormones, nutrition, mm-hmm. metabolism, aging, lifestyle. It could all be impacting your hair. Absolutely. Well, Nutrafol's hair growth supplement targets all of those things and goes beyond genetics. Thinning is very different for men and women. So Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. And every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. 
72% of men in clinical studies saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. You really have to use it. You have to do it every day. And then truly, and you have to be patient, but then it really does work. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, to save $15 off your first first month subscription. (laughs) This is their best offer anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every single order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian. Fabulous. I thought our advice was very grounded, Rana. Of course it was. It always is. Yeah. It always was. I think we said, listen, if it's really worth it, give it a a whirl. Did we ever get a follow-up from this guy? Because I absolutely need one if we didn't. I don't think we did. Yeah. Uh, And I just wanted to add one more addendum. Go ahead, Okay, Lana. because during this, we talk about the fact that you saw Benjamin Bratt and Julie Roberts and Gramercy. Yeah. And, you know, and that they, she has no business. I said she's no business looking that good right now, blah, blah, blah. She's but the thing us. that I wanted to add yeah. was that I believe I mentioned the fact that I used to love going to Danny Maya's Maialino in the Gramercy Hotel. Sure, yeah. But that it closed? It's closed. But apparently it reopened. Where? Maialino reopened. So I wonder where. I think well, there we go. We got to go, Rana. In a new space. Good for that. So the problem with that, of course, is that uh, I loved that underground. Um, I just loved that underground space. Sure. So they opened a new one though, that I haven't been to yet when we're in New York, called Maialino Vicino, which means Ooh. sort of like nearby. Yeah, fun. My point was, it's a PSA that Maialino opened again, and I'm just hoping they still have breakfast and they still have those delicious uh, eggs. Wonderful. You know, they did sort of a fire sale when the Gramercy Park Hotel closed. You did they? Buy, I wish I could have gone. You could buy- Some a, nice stuff there. You could buy, a, you know, an ashtray or this right. or that, or, you know, all of that. Anyway, that's my story. I loved it. Now, this next one is from Patreon 125, and it might have my number one favorite title of all time. We called this one, or I should say maybe Tony called this one, Put That Big Fat Bird Feeder in My Pigeonhole. (laughs) I mean, that's poetry. Oh, God. Poetry. Mm. So in case you don't remember, there was a woman, totally miserable in love in her 20s. I think you thought maybe she was Scandinavian. She recently came. I think you thought she was Uh Uh-oh, I'm a loud sneezer. You're a cute sneezer. She recently came out as bisexual. Excuse me. You are a cute sneezer. Am I? Yes. I think so. You are. I think so. I think I'm a loud sneezer. You sound like a little doll. (laughs) Where's the American Girl Rana doll? That's what I want. There's got to be an American Girl doll who has it all under control and is wearing leopard and has a a cape over her shoulder. And she's just waiting to get to the age that she deserves. And she's definitely hailing a taxi. That's her thing. For sure. Yeah. 
So this woman, who's possibly Scandinavian, she came out as bisexual. She began seeing a man that she met through a friend, and she wanted it to just be fun and physical, since she also wanted to explore being with women. But yeah. the guy had some real red flags. Mm. And so she was like, I don't know that this is right, but now she craves him, Rana. She's in love with him, and she knows it won't work, but she doesn't know what to do. Okay. Oh, also, there was no this. punctuation in this letter. Yes, I remember. Well, this was like, again, I'll bring up that goddamn uh, parking lot letter that that girl sent to us. Yes. Remember? Oh, I'll never forgive. I, I think I'll you also forgive. said this letter was probably written in the notes app. You said something like that. Yes, that's what these people do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, without further ado. Please. Dear Ronit and Brian, no comma. This person's desperate. They got right into the letter. Right into it. I'm going to keep this short only because I crave your approval. Also, no punctuation. Parentheticals, no, no, no punctuation. This might be a hostage situation. It, it reads that way. Yeah. I think they texted this. To, you know what this is? This is a person, and they're going to correct me if I'm wrong. They wrote this in notes, and then they cut and pasted it into an email. Definitely. So I'm going to need to know. I'm a 26-year-old woman from a small European country. I've been single for two years. And I'll tell you something. This, the English is good enough in this that this is a Scandi person. So they're going to let us know if that's true or not. Oh, I bet you're right. I've been single for two years after I ended a three-year relationship with a man that was codependent, unhealthy, and just stupid. Well, okay, fine. You're 26. What do you expect? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you, about what you get. That's from 21 to 24. Package sounds, deal. This is, that's called a relationship. I don't need any adjectives after that. Codependent, unhealthy, stupid. That's called 21 to 24. Right. And it's not stupid. It just is. Yeah, it just Forget is. That's, stupid. Th- that's everyone at yeah. that age. It doesn't matter. Tell me you're doing that at 41. Then we can have a conversation. Ugh. Chill down your Chill. spine. Yeah. The room just got 10 degrees cold. During this time, I've enjoyed being single and have, and have been dating and sleeping with, excuse me, a lot of people. I finally came out of the closet as bisexual and have been enjoying new experiences with women, exclamation point. How wonderful for you. So One of proud. my suitors, a man, I met through our mutual best friend. Awa. Okay. Who's Awa? Who's the other person? The person, right. About Someone to find you slept out. with? Someone who's following this. Okay, okay. Yeah, the person coming up. We enjoy spending time together. Oh, I see. One of my suitors, a man, I met through our mutual best friend. She and the man have a mutual best friend. Oh, I see. We enjoy spending time together from time to time and have become decent friends. We mutually agreed that we were just friends with benefits, and I really liked the idea of that since I was not ready for another stupid relationship. Stupid's a parenthetical. I'm just not ready to end my single days, and I really want to explore my relationship with women further. Great. Who's stopping you? In the time I've known this guy, I've noticed some red flags. Even better. Welcome to 26. First of all, he constantly goes- At 26, that means you're going to sign right up for a couple more years of this. Uh Uh-huh. Well, let's see. She's already on this carousel, so let's see. First of all, he constantly ghosts me. Okay. Well, you just said yourself that that you agreed you're going to be just friends with benefits. So let's see here. He doesn't return my messages. And it's like he falls off the earth for a couple of days and then pops up again when he feels like it. Sure. He talks over me and has big trouble with actual listening. Big trouble's fun. 
That's yeah. fun. That's the first indication that this person is not a native English speaker, but that's fun, isn't it? Causes big trouble. Yeah. Big trouble. He has big yeah. trouble instead of a lot of trouble. Totally. Hey, See he you has, in Helsinki for this an architecture This is so cute. Tour. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Big trouble with actually listening to what I have to say. On the other hand, he seems to think of me as, by the way, her English is better than everyone else that writes to us and they were born in America. And before everyone screams at me, I know that Finland isn't in Scandinavia. So just stop it. Is that true? I think it is. Oh, I don't think it is. Oh, let me see. Better look it up. I believe Scandinavia is Sweden, Norway, and Finland. And what about Denmark? And Denmark, of course. But they're sort of, you know, across the ocean. Um, No, it is not. In Are they considered Slavs, not Finns? Is that the, they're not cons- Scandies? Is that they're the not deal? Scandies. Scandy is Norway, Sweden, Denmark. The term Norden includes Finland and Iceland, hmm. but it is not part of Scandinavia. Iceland not considered Scandinavian. No, it isn't. And also, I guess it just is sort of accepted that people just consider Finland Scandinavia now. Like it's they don't correct you anymore. Well, what is the differentiation though? Finland's what does part of the Nordic region. Actually, mean Finland's part of the Nordic region, but not the Scandinavian region. But Linguistically, Finland mean? falls yeah. in a in a particular category. Yes, their language is strange, like Hungarian, and it's unrelated to any Scandi language. Yeah, and is even Indo-European. Yes. Oh no, it's unrelated to you. So it's unrelated to Scandi and Indo-European. Yes, like Hungary, they have the same problem. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. Well, he talks over her in either Finnish or in some (laughs) other language and has trouble with actually listening to what I have to say. Okay. Okay, sure. He's a 26-year-old man. On the other hand, he seems to think of me as a therapist and often dumps his problems on me, especially when he's having trouble. Wonderful, a client who ghosts you. Wonderful. With his ex that he has a son with. Okay. I could go on, but you get the idea. He's just another man in his 20s that hasn't grown up yet. Sure. All of these red flags I ignored because I just saw him as a friend that I occasionally hooked up with. Okay. However, recently something shifted. I found myself craving his attention and was constantly thinking about him. At first, I put some distance between us, not wanting to fall down some path that I couldn't reverse. But of course, I couldn't hold myself to it and slept with him again. We spent all evening and night together. He never usually stays over, and dot, 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 I love him. That was so rude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My God, what a reaction. I'm so sorry. That what was awful. A- I couldn't control it. I'm sorry. That was really wow. rude. I am sorry to the writer. That was rude. I'm sorry. It just popped into my head out of the blue. Now I'm heartbroken. I know this will absolutely never work, and I feel effing hate myself. She says, F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Hate myself for falling for some mediocre man that doesn't even treat me that well. Well, put a, put a shtetl pin in that. Yeah. I told him that I wanted to stop sleeping together and to just be friends for a while. The reason I gave him is that I'm dating a woman I w- and I want to see where that relationship goes, which is partly true, spelled like a chili witch. W-I-T-C-H. Vitch is partly true. I can't recommend the Vitch enough for people. By the way, the Vitch is an act. The Vitch is an incredible movie. Yeah. 
Still, I left it open-ended with possibly that we could start seeing each other again in the future because I'm only human. I've seen him a few, a few of times since, and I hate it. Every time I see him, I remember that I love him and it breaks my heart. What do I even do in this situation? I feel like I can't talk to my best friend about this because I don't want to put her in an awkward situation between us. Also, I'm ashamed that I feel this way. Do I tell him? Do I just ignore this and hope the feeling goes away? Thank you for your advice and please don't use my name. Best, miserable in love. First of all, this is going to sound cruel. Mm. You're stupid too. (gasps) You're also at an age where you're stupid. You just are. And that's fun. Like, this is when you get to make bad decisions, Mm -hmm. is this time in your life. Yeah. I will say, I will guarantee you that a guy who ghosts you and makes you feel like he's, like, playing by the pickup artist rules, Mm. who is in his 20s and has children Mm. and doesn't seem to be looking for anything serious, is Mm. not the guy for you, is my hunch. I think that probably the more you go with this, the more hurt you'll be. But I also think, why can't, I mean, maybe it's because you're in love, but it's, I would be totally fine if you kept seeing this guy as friends with benefits. No problem. But you're going to get hurt by this, but also you're young. So be stupid if you want. I mean, this is the time to make really bad decisions so you don't make them again later. I agree with absolutely everything you said. I have a couple of ancillary thoughts. One of them is, I don't know if anyone's ever written a book about this. I don't know what the idea is. I don't know how you're supposed to do it. But probably if any person who is 10 years older than you and above could go back they would try to find a way. And there are people who in their 20s are good at this. Mm -hmm. Would try and find a way to not imbue everything with meaning. To just enjoy this time in your life when you will be single instead of worrying about when you won't be single, which is what people spend their 20s worrying about. When will I not be single anymore? When will I not be single anymore? You won't be when you want. Okay? That's my Yoda answer to that question. You just won't be when you're not. Okay? And in history tells us that people end up pairing off with people and having babies. That's why you're sitting here. Okay? So it happens for for a lot of people Mm -hmm. that they end up with someone, whether they stay with that person or not. Those are questions for your 30s that I'm not going to worry about right now. But looking back on that time in my own life, if I could just say, oh, none of this matters. Follow, follow it, don't follow it. Follow the white rabbit, don't follow the white rabbit. Follow the white rabbit till every nerve ending in your body says, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. You, I would don't know that you're in love with this guy, but you have certain uncontrollable feelings about him. You are infatuated with him. 
and you like the way it feels to be with him, you are definitely attracted to him, obviously. And you're right. wondering if there's something, some other way forward. And the way that he ghosts you is, I think in your head, making him seem mysterious instead of a jerk. Well, I don't actually think he's a jerk. I think that what you've communicated, to, I mean, maybe he is, but based on the evidence that we have, what you've communicated to us. Now, this is, I'm not exactly sure how to express this, but it's an important thought, I think. You'll tell me if it is or it isn't. No, I'm sure it is. Might not be. Might not make a lick of sense. Might be gobbledygook <laughs> coming up. You have tried to set a boundary with him. But at the same time, you're hoping desperately that he's going to cross that boundary. So you have said to him, I'm not going to just date you. I'm dating women too. And he said, okay. You gave him information and he took it at face value, the information sure, that yeah. you took him. Okay. So she's dating women. She's doing this. She's doing that. Doesn't sound like she wants to be serious. I don't know whether he's looking for somebody serious or he's not looking for somebody serious. I just know that he likes sleeping with you because he keeps doing it. So, and spending that time with you. But you have over and over set a boundary for him, a sort of artificial boundary. And you and then you're desperately wuthering heights, clutching your chest, hoping he's gonna cross that boundary. What you haven't done, and I'm not sure it's a great idea, but as Brian said, who actually cares? You're 26 years old, so either do it or don't do it. Works out, it doesn't work out. You've never said to him, uh, would you want to go on a date? Not, I'm desperately in love with you now. I don't know what to do. Should yeah, I, I know you're allergic dog to dog. Should I get rid of my dog? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, totally. But what you could say to him is, I wondered if I could take you to dinner or something. Mm -hmm. And he might take that, to, he should take that to mean, oh, okay. Or he might say, I'll be honest with you. I don't really want to have dinner with you, but I'd be happy to come over and destroy you for three hours if that's interesting to you. And then you have a decision to make. Totally. I actually think- But you're Juana, actually giving actually him mixed signals. Advice. You're telling him, I'm only interested in women. Don't try to get me to date only a man. I'm interested in women and men. I am 26. I was in a dumb, stupid, codependent relationship. I get to sleep with everybody. Da, da, da. What do you mean you're not in love with me? Well, you just told me 38, 7,000 ways that you're not available. I have a child. I am interested, if I'm going to get into a relationship after already being in a failed relationship- I hope that it would be a stable one. And this doesn't sound like a real stable foundation, but I'll be happy to come over and check the oil if you're interested in that. Yeah. You're right. You haven't said. Also, you may not be a good choice for him, to be honest. Playing the field, running around. I'm in, I'm out. Girls, boys. By the way, going on a date with someone who you've been sleeping with, which I've done in the past. Great way to never sleep with them again. Pretty eye-opening. Yep. <laughs> Great when way to never sleep with them again. There's a lot you can find out. How do they treat a, a waiter? Yep. How do they tip? How, what are their conversation skills? What are their, inter I mean, I'm sure you have talks in the bedroom. It is a very different story. 
when you're on a date. And that could squash this whole thing. So do not confess your love to him because yes. then all of a sudden you're at TGI Fridays and he's ordering pink applesauce and you're absolutely disgusted watching him eat it. Do they serve it? They used to. It used to be my favorite thing, Rhonda, when I was a kid. <laughs> pink applesauce. Yeah. Here's the gobbledygook pot. Sweetheart. You're playing by some old rules and some new rules. So get your rules straight, okay? You're doing the thing where you are attached to the idea of male-female Disney romantic love between uh, in a heteronormative, uh, the man will come in here and either steal me away or something will happen, and I won't be able to stop him from beating the door down. That's by one the version. Way- Wuthering Heights is the least romantic. Yeah, if you want to ever god awful relationship, it's absolutely the worst, most upsetting, abusive, abusive, terrible, completely dark, horrible. Nothing romantic about nothing. it, except two cuckoo crazy schmuck, crazy people, assholes. That's yeah. what that is. Who Both think they them. deserve the worst and destroy and by everyone the way, they else's do. lives totally. around them? I hate. I really actually hate that. Disgusting. Story. It makes me, me so mad when people me refer too. to it. <laughs> But that's what this girl is doing. Also, that there's no sexy way to say Heathcliff. Yeah, well, with a northern accent, too, because it takes place on the moors. So it's Heathcliff or what, you know, whatever. Nothing sexy about that. Uh, What about Marmaduke? Is there a sexy way to say Marmaduke? Very sexy. You're talking about the dog? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, Marmaduke. (laughs) What about Clifford? Oh, Uh, the big, big red dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very sexy. In any event, that's one set of rules. Yeah, other set of rules is, hi, I have pink hair. I get to sleep with whoever I want. Stop telling me what I am. I'm bisexual. It's no one's business. I came out, except it's everybody's business because I just told them. So don't stop putting me in a pigeonhole. Well, you're going to have to reconcile those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying those things can't live next to each other, but get your rules straight. You know what you could say to him that would be sexy? I want you to take that big, fat bird feeder and put it in my pigeonhole. Are you frozen? Yeah, I am frozen right in my own path is where I am. And asking myself, how did I get to this moment in life where this is what's happening? Darling, let us know what happens. Get your rules straight. Get the whole thing straight. And if you want it to go away... You want your desperate, gasping, not being able to breathe around him thing to go away. Go watch him eat some potato salad at a restaurant. Ronna, we actually called this guy stupid. Are we allowed to do that? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. But we also said the letter writer was stupid. I mean, so we we doubled down. It's a stupid age. It, re- it sort of is. I mean, this is, you know, of course what this did, of course, this was one of those letters that made me think about Wuthering Heights, which makes me so we, mad. But actually, we, which we, we share that. About. We yes. share that. I, I know that, which I couldn't, oh. I it is so the most mad. toxic, <laughs> Nonsensical. Up, nonsensical, just driving. Cold. I hate it. Yeah. Bad I weather. I hate that story. I only like the friend. Kate Bush song, but I hate that novel. Yeah. I stand by our advice once again. We'll take a follow-up. We'll always take a follow-up. I'd love another follow-up. I need more. I want to follow. Let me just have a a a blanket statement here. I want to follow up on everything. 
if it's yeah. worthy of a follow up. If it's worthy, because Naomi's going to get upset that I said that she doesn't want to follow up on anything. And she I will put also in so much people, work on the on the style the style guide two point oh. Rana. She did. She did. Probably took her about four minutes. I know. The well, that's because she's very brilliant. You know, yeah. yeah, she is actually. Uh, but what I want to say is just because you send us a follow-up, I do want to remind people we're under no obligation to share it with the audience. Absolutely not. This is for our benefit. Yeah. And by the way, this also shows how committed we are to these questions because we're, we remain curious about them. It's so cute. So true. So true. This is from Patreon 147. Not everything has to be Muppets. Take Manhattan. Oh yes. This was right? this has become a whackpacker in my mind. This guy, we we were dead wrong about him. So wrong. We well we were we were It right, wasn't of really course. our fault. We were yeah. But he misled my shtetl. Somehow he, he, he clouded left us a little my shtetl. Yeah. Because when he wrote back to us and told us what he actually does, we did, we thought he was foreign. I described him as the kind of person who shakes their sugar vehemently in the with panache. That's in the right. I think we said he's the kind of person who just whips it out and pees right outside the pub. He says he, he a he's not he's not European. No. B he takes his coffee black or he doesn't drink coffee. I don't remember yes. which it was. And see, he was a dog. He looks cute at a desk. Yes, I thought he lived in Brooklyn, and it turned out he lived in Los Angeles. So I don't know anything anymore. But I do. We were misled that my advice was right. Always this baby. That's what I know. And we got heated. I mean, we really did. And then we fell in love with them. And then people, we did. And then people in the carriage house got mad. This is the kind of rigorous debate you can expect in the carriage house. Is that people are on your side and then boy, will they turn if we do one too many follow-ups with you. They don't like it. Because, and I'll tell you, they don't like it. And I'll tell you what, I don't like it. When people (laughs) start using me as their personal advice ATM. Yeah, that's not appropriate. That's not Anyway, let's get into this one. Dear Rana and Brian, and if applicable, magnanimous guest. Okay. I'm a 35-year-old cis-het man, ostensibly straight and unforgivably white. Oh, I'll I am an, of course. Ostensibly. This drove me crazy. Go on. I am an outspoken You tell me. I am an, exactly. What do we know? You have to tell, you have to tell ostensibly. us. Ostensibly. I am an outspoken evangelist for your show and have an unspeakable, unrelenting crush on you, but I remember this letter now. Yeah. Oh, go- oh gosh. Okay. I don't. Here we go. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I do. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. It took us on a ride, I remember. And an unspeakable, unrelenting crush on you both. Binging the Patreon backlog as a relatively new chip has been an indelible source of joy and warmth during these darkly foreboding times. Ooh. To get straight Ooh. to the point. Did you ever go to Club 33? You have, haven't you? Of course. Why do you ask? Because I was just thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean. Isn't it kind of close to that ride? Oh, yes, it is. Have you ever been to Club 33? Never. Yeah. Yes, it is quite near there. Okay. Well, maybe we'll go sometime. Do you want to go? Is that your thing? Why not? Do you just want to go because people can't go? Or do you want to go because because you want to go? Both? Mm. Sounds like the former, not the latter. Go on. To get straight to the point. When I went to Club 33 last time I was there, I ran into uh, Andy Garcia. And I have to you say- You have told me this, yes. He was as charming. I mean, he could talk your ear off. I but bet. But he was as charming and as sweet as I remembered him to be. 
From another time? Oh, sure. I know Andy. Oh. Andy I and I know. go way back. Andy's very close with the, with Paul and Laurie Feig. Okay, and so sure. So that's where I initially met Andy. He's very. Uh, he, was he, at their I've home ne- in Los Angeles. Wow. And he's absolutely terrific. Yeah. Oscar nominee. So handsome. Easy on the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. To get straight to the point, nearly six years ago, at the critical age of 29, great the way in which I- Great taste glasses. Always has a great pair of specs. Great tasting glasses? Great specs. You tasted his glasses? Oh, great okay. Okay. taste. And I really was confused. If I had great. tasted anything of Andy Garcia's, you'd be the first to know. Thank you very much, Rana. Uh-huh. I want to know all about it. Yep. At the critical age of 29, the way in which I blew up my life and collapsed in on myself manifested oh, as a yes. love letter to a close- Okay. Yeah. Remember this one? Here we are. This is a journey to a close- Here's my dog bed. I need to lay down. Yep. We go get that Laura P on a cashmere throw you just got. Put me under the throw so that I can relax and listen to the rest of this letter. And I want to answer it from a prone position on my couch. Absolutely. You got to tell Mr. Cleveland to turn that British bake off on and get that blanket ready. Yeah. We had been friends for nearly five years. And while it hadn't been written with any expectation of reciprocation, it was still in all Mm. obvious ways, a dramatic breach of conduct. I handed her the letter after a day spent together. Stammering and red. Did you miss a paragraph? No. To get straight to the point, nearly six years ago at the critical age of 29, the way in which I blew up my life and collapsed in on myself manifested as a love letter to a close married friend of mine. Okay. Yeah. I think I took some pauses in there. We had been friends for nearly five years, and while it hadn't been written with any expectation of reciprocation, it was still, in all obvious ways, a dramatic breach of conduct. I handed her the letter after the day Reach spent together. conduct. He was wearing gloves when he handed it to her. Seriously. Uh, full there's, Carmen there's Diego. There's nothing ostensible about your heterosexuality. The only thing that's not ostensible at the moment is your narcissism. But let's go I was going to say, the, narciss- yeah. the kind of narcissism that's like, I'm going to say I'm gay just so guys will be attracted to me. That. You know well, what I mean? No, it's just called narcissism. Is Narc- anybody that's what I wants mean. anybody who wants to worship at this altar is welcome. Correct. I'll take a free blowjob from a person that can't resist me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. We that's had been called friends- narcissism. That's not called bisexuality. No. Yeah. We had been friends for nearly five years, and while it hadn't I been happened with- to be laying by this pond, looking at my own reflection, and I somebody sneaks up on me and gives me a blowjob because they can't resist. What can yeah. I do? Yeah, what can you do? We had been friends for nearly five years, and while it hadn't been written in all of these ways, it was a dramatic breach of conduct. I handed yeah. her the letter after a day spent together, stammering and red and soaked with sweat. And later in the day, she responded through a text, I love you too. A bizarre week of violently casual, everything is normal texting followed before we could see each other again. And in that time- Is there time, a chance I'd- this person is British? Just keep an eye out for some spelling while, while you sure, read. Sure, okay. of course I will. At the time I broke up, um, and in that time, I broke up out of shame with the genuinely lovely girl I'd been dating, lost sleep, and trembled with confusion. When we did eventually get together, she forced the conversation, and I cried in front of her about my pathetic heart. She Ugh. didn't speak much, and the, nec- the next <laughs> day, she flew across the country to be with her husband who had been away for work. What? I do not flew know. across the country to meet her husband who had been away for work? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. She forced the conversation. The one you started. Mm. I do not know what I wanted to happen. I still, to this day, am not entirely sure. It felt at the time like something within me too big and true not to speak out into the world. Bigger she, Was she the only person who hadn't told you yet? Is that why you needed this? <laughs> Bigger and truer than anything I'd felt for anyone before. To say nothing felt like a lie. To say nothing felt like a lie through omission. But I had no hope for any particular outcome. In fact, I knew with great certainty and even said as much to her at the time that if something were to happen between us, it would ha- it would have been an absolute disaster. With her years into a marriage and me tossing about in the tumultuous seas of emotional immaturity and a serious case of arrested development. This person is British. Say, Stammering and tossing about. Those are both Britishisms. You're right. This person's either British or Spanish. Or an Anglophile. And wishes or just they like were. is obsessed yes, with exactly. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All this to say, after a weird summer and many heavy make-or-break conversations, our friendship settled, eventually strengthened, and maintains to this day. You're the one who tried to blow up the friendship, dude. Which brings me to my question. In Let's March of this year- give him a break. It's a matter of- I know. Time. I know. I have to be honest. I, I am being hard on this person. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he's a straight guy, ostensibly. I guess that's- I guess my hackles yeah. are up. Yeah. Which brings me to my question. In March of this year, <laughs> she and her husband filed for divorce- it's been a relatively easy process. March is a great month to file for divorce. I sort of agree with you. Because nothing right happens in March. It's right before a fun beginning. It's right before yeah, a spring. March is a great month to get all kinds of things you really have been putting off that you don't want to do out of the way. I don't disagree with that. Because nothing happens in March. And you don't have anything else to do in March except March madness if you're That's that right. sort of a person. And if you are, you've got nothing to do with me anyway. Unless you're Charles Backley, who you know I love. I lo- I'll be honest with you, Rana. I love him too. Charles Barkley was the he only person that defended the Jews days. last the other week. Really? He said, "What's wrong with Adam Silver? Why doesn't he throw Kyrie Irving right out of there? How dare he speak like that?" And he was right. Charles Barkley is a great person, and Charles also- Barkley and I should absolutely host a show or a road trip show together or something. Well, then where would I be? Well, you could be there too, but people would have to watch him chase me around the kitchen the table, table all the time. Yes, because he, he wouldn't charm be able for to days. resist me. He's yeah. so fabulous. I do yeah. love him. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, that's really the power of a star to transcend. Like, I don't care about NBA people. He, yeah. I care about him. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. In March of this year, she and her husband filed for divorce. It's been a relatively easy process. She instigated and he moved out with no argument, the pro- but the process is still difficult in all the unavoidable ways and frustrating in some ways specific to his character. Mm. Oh, this placing- person better send us a copy of this self-published novel before I drive Honest myself right into the Charles River. Without placing, I bet he considered, I bet on Hinge his thing says, I consider myself a wit. Without placing too much of a value judgment on him or their marriage. <laughs> what? He was a big fat turd that none of us liked and good riddance. It's but very wait, funny. my question that is funny. Yeah. She's decided to move to another city, Nashville specifically, to pursue music with her brother. Oh, she's invited about me forget to forget about it now. Yeah, that's it. She's invited me to move <laughs> with them. Is she Billy Eilish? Decided, she decided to move to an iceberg. Right. And with her brother, who's a penguin, and she invited me to come with her. She's invited me to move with them, but it doesn't feel quite right. I've told her she looked me in the eye, told me she needed me to join her, and I believed her that I would drop everything and move. My gosh. She performatively looked me in the eye and tried. Who's performative? Who's performative? That's right. Who's performative? All the way. 
She performative looked me in the eye and tried, but I didn't believe her and don't think it, I was meant <laughs> I didn't to. like the answer that I got. So yeah, exactly. Oh, he I said, didn't want her to she say that she said I was moving to Paris, he would have been on the first plane, but instead she said Nashville, and he said, I don't think you actually mean so it. So far, he's like, I told this girl I loved her because I figured she'd never and tell me the she whole did. Letter and then she did, place, then I didn't talk to her. The and whole then, place takes I, drenched in the rain. The whole thing takes place drenched Oh, it's the end the of the rain. affair for sure. Yeah, they can't get into the building and the door's locked and they're both just drenched in rain. Completely. Yeah. Anyway, truly my question. How can I help support her? What are the ways I can be there for her? Leave her alone? <laughs> what are the ways <laughs> I can be there? You're a, absolutely ruining her. What are the ways I can be there for her and help her that I'm completely wretchedly ignorant of? And perhaps more importantly, what are the things I shouldn't be doing or saying that I haven't considured? Even the most obvious one. Oh, like getting over a, yourself? I am again, exactly, a straight white male and tremendously pigheaded as a result. Just because you pointed out doesn't absolve you of it. It is important to me that I am a true and unassuming <laughs> friend to her when she needs it from me. I already feel great shame for arrogantly you throwing it You don't know how to be that. You don't. Get you out don't. of here. You don't. Yeah. Leave her alone. What's a true and, what is a true and, what does it mean? What does any of it mean? I don't know. Brian, this would is like you Ernest say I'm Hemingway. a true and unassuming friend I to don't you? know what that means. <laughs> I would say you're a true friend and that you are a But am I unassuming friend. when I do it? What the fuck does that mean? I know what it means. This Just person naive? should have been an actor, not a writer. No, this person is is absolutely inhibited of the way. This is like with Nail and I, honestly. This is the, yes, it is. When this yeah. person puts the, shakes the sugar packet to put it into their coffee at the coffee okay. shop, they love the way they look doing it. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. That's Life pretty dead is on. a performance for this artist. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Go on. I already feel great shame for arro- arrogantly throwing that grenade of a letter into her life and forcing her to her address and tend to my feelings for fitting so neatly into the stereotype of male friend looking around a female friend in hopes they will become romantically involved. Well, she said she wanted to. So then what? She I am terrified. You could move to Matt Nashville with her. Yeah. And you said, well, not Nashville. Yeah. You said, I, am I, terrified. Th- I sort of pictured Rome. Was what you said. When you yeah, said I'm completely. And I also sort of pictured her uh, as you beating said, the I shit out of each other every night. In Rome, but I couldn't wear it in Nashville. So right. do you think we want to rewrite this so that you, it's my version of our story, not your version of our I story? I wanted to do all of this and take her to Rome and then every night come home with lipstick on my collar. That was sort of what I had envisioned for this life. Fun. I am terrified of rending the, rendering the entire friendship fraudulent due to my own emotional ineptitude and potential blind spots. I do not want to be the guy waiting in the wings. You don't want to be in the wings. I do not want to offer any insidiously coercive advice. Advi- there we go. A-D-V-I-S-A. And I do Bing. not want to... Uh, yep. And I do not... Good job, Rana. And I do not want to make her skeptical of me as a friend and resource. I cannot deny that I'm in love with her. But more importantly, I simply love her and want her to be happy. And you also want her to be in love with you. But she made that clear. Romantic mm-hmm. inclinations and even some suspicions aside, I want only to do right by her and have no interest in making a romantic relationship fit that isn't meant to. I said, but, but you know what? We've given this advice before. The problem is it could happen. And isn't that boring? I suppose now I'm unsure if there's even a question here. Did I just want to tell you both that I've been in love with my friend for 10 years and now she's moving away and I'm feeling effed up in the head about it? Maybe. But do I want to hear you say mean things to me about wasting your time with an overlong letter and needing to get over myself? Very yes. Thank you for all you do, oh, Sam. Congratulations. Provide, well, you've you done it. it. You, you've done it. You 
I have to say, you're the one but also thing. Also, they tricked us into talking about them. That's what happened. They're That's winning. The, listen, they Any way you look at it, they're winning because they tricked us. Yeah, they don't into, care. Into despising them. And oh, by right. despising them, we're sort of still pointing out what's incredible about them. That's how they well, feel. They're I got to say, the one thing I like about you, the one thing I like about you is that you listen to this podcast. That is the one and thing that I like. you, that is I, your you know, redeeming. I, I do too. And I was wondering about that. Me too. That's that. To me, that's got to be something to this person. A big contrast to what we're dealing with now. But I also think it's fun that at the end you said, "I don't care. You can tell me I'm a schmuck. It's fine." Mm -hmm. Because you know, on some level, that this is absolute nonsense. Leave her alone. Leave that poor woman alone. Who, by the way, is getting a divorce. Who told you she loves you? Asked you to move with her, and you're saying, "How will this ever work?" Where the truth is, it could. You don't want it to. Watch out. It could. Why wouldn't it? Boring. Well, it's not going to work anyway. And what do you mean you want to be a friend to her? A con- what was the what were the words? An unassuming. Uh, and I don't want to be true fraudulent and to not. Let me tell you something. Leave her Wait, alone. Read don't me the fraudulent sentence again, because I'm going to read it back to you. Got it. Okay. Okay. I am terrified of rendering the entire friendship fraudulent due to my own emotional ineptitude and potential blind spots. Okay, so by the way, you're terrified? Just lose terrified from that sentence, okay? More like I am rendering the friendship fraudulent. Just read it to me that way. Okay. I am rendering the entire friendship fraudulent due to my own emotional ineptitude and potential blind spots. There's your advice. There you go. The answer to your question is in your question. Leave her alone. Stop driving everyone crazy just because yeah. you can't finish your screenplay or your novel yep. or you don't really want to be a writer, but you want to look like a writer and you want to wear, you've got a little bit too much family money and you like wearing a sweater that has a hole in it or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing, dear. Yeah. Do it. To, if you're going to do it to anyone, do it to someone who's under 25, would you please? So at least they have a chance to rebound. <laughs> to it's back. Not, don't do it to some woman who's divorced and might want a future with someone. Yeah, lay off. You're not her. a person to have it's a future with. Nice. No one can have a future with you till you're 50, until yeah. your balls start to drop. You're like the Martin. And that is the moment where you'll be ready to step into your humanity yeah. and meet somebody partially, part of the way, I'm not going to say halfway, part of the way and be a person around them. Instead of being serviced by people in your life and falling madly in love with people who were already taken by other people. And when they were available, you didn't want them. Just face the truth of that. And this is not a cro- you, star-crossed lover situation. I'm sitting at, you said, if you look me in the eye and you tell me you want me to come to Nashville, I'll move heaven and earth and I'll do it for you. And she said, if I... If I believe that's the most clever narcissistic caveat oh, yeah. I've this ever is, heard. This if I real... believe you, yeah. Unless she's some some other kind of piece of work, other rat living in a trash can too, who's Maybe. full of the same garbage he's full of. I mean, yeah. that's possible that they're in a little folly ado together. We're giving her sure. a little too much credit, and she's telling him to come to Nashville, but she doesn't. Ma- you know, maybe that's part of it too. Is they're just running each other around. That could be it, but I got to say, the reason you're she's, upset she's it, moving to Nashville is because you will no longer be the center of her world. That's the thing you're upset about. Leave her alone. She's just you're gonna lose a target. That's all. You need a new target. 
Yeah, go find and somebody I'm not, else. And I'm not saying that uh, you don't have any kind of a friendship or you don't have any kind of a connection or you don't have any kind of a, you know, I'm not saying there's nothing between you. But I'm saying that this is a lot of nonsense. Yeah, go be Philip Seymour Hoffman and talented Mr. Ripley. Go do that. Yeah. Or do you think he's another character? I mean, he just seems like the kind of person who's just running around and lying to people. No, he's not. No, he's um, he's actually Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. He's stringing someone along. All he should this. be so lucky to be Jude Law. By the way, again, enjoy it until your licks are gone. Yeah. This is what if this is how you get Have your jollies. Fun. And by just get, get a table crazy. for one in Villa Blanca for, for the rest she of your li- life. <laughs> she looked at you and she said, I want you to come to Nashville with me and my brother, Phineas. I want you to come with us. And you said, eh, no thanks. That's not what I wanted Because to hear. I don't really want to go to Nashville. Yeah. Listen to you. At the end of the day, okay, we've just razzed and we have, but I gotta be honest with you, Rana. It was fun. I mean, this was a fun letter, absolute blast. This was a gift. This letter was a gift, it was a gift, early Ronica gift gift for sure. For sure, assuming you are a good person, okay, let's just let's just re let's reapproach this for a second with the assumption this is the second round of the trial that you have. that you have That's a good hat and you're a broken person, okay? In all yeah. honesty, let's just yeah. approach this, not just that you are some dilettante narcissist in a, you know, that you've run the, ruined the sweater patches on your Laura Piano, your Brunella Cuccinelli. But what is it about Which you is my that- first suggestion, my first supposition. Which? But let's just assume that this person is just a little bit of a, treats people like playthings and wants yeah. to be a bit of a frustrated artist or likes to live an artful life and imagines themselves a bit of a tortured Casanova, blah, blah, blah. Okay. There are people who exist who, at the end of the day, the de facto result of their behavior feels exactly the same, but who have good hearts, feel genuine connection and human love and emotion, but <clears throat> who just are too stunted, traumatized, uh, under-socialized, whatever you want to say, come from some kind of world where they can't connect or they can't do it or whatever. There is something sympathetic about you wanting us to be hard on you. What is that? Why do you, what is that coming from? Why did you need that or want it even? And I mean that as a sympathetic person, not as like, what's wrong with yeah. you? I just mean it as like, what's going on there, you know? Let, let's just, I agree. Let's assume you're a good person who doesn't know how to do things. Sure. You're a person who just steps in it a lot. Yeah. Okay? All of that is still to say, go back and read your own letter. If you were to take yourself out of the narrative, Okay. And again, I'm afraid to to sort of give this advice because I think the way this person will hear it is, oh my God, I didn't realize how, what an absolutely earth shattering effect I was having on this woman. If I had any uh, sense of chivalry or class whatsoever, I would take myself out of their lives. And I can't believe I didn't cut off communication with her sooner because how could how could I not have devastated her with my incredible, you know, personality and good looks and all, of, you know, all of these things. But 
if you were to really look at it objectively, and this person was actually a friend of yours, and you were not you, you were the third person in this conversation. Right. Wouldn't you say to yourself, what's this guy running her back and forth for? As her friend, I think it's wrong that this person, by the way, I don't mean to assume she has no agency over her own life. Again, she may be just as into this as he is. She probably very well is based on the way that they have gone back and forth and they've just found a sort of wicked attraction situation where, you know, they're going to Bonnie and Clyde their way through everyone else's brunch and everyone's going to have to listen to what's happening with him and what's happening with her and how star-crossed they are. (laughs) But the truth is they're getting a little too old to be star-crossed now. Yeah. And she's moving to Nashville to pursue her dream and all of this. But at the end of the day, all you're really doing is a little damage. And if you're a good person that cares about other people's feelings, by the way, including your own. I mean, the end of the, the real advice, which is the question that you're not asking us is, how do I become a person who's not afraid of intimacy and wants to live an authentic life? That's what you're really asking us. Instead of creating narratives that make me feel like I am living some kind of facsimile of an, uh, facsimile of an authentic life. Right. Is that right? Does that mm-hmm. make any sense? It does make sense, yeah. And it's a, it's a really nice perspective to have. I mean, it's like, you know, be like, honest uh, with people. Yeah. You don't, just because that is the you're root of it. That is the root or of it. something is ordinary doesn't mean that it isn't also extraordinary if you feel a connection with a person. It doesn't always have to be the train whistle is leaving the station, you know, <laughs> uh, and I was on the platform. Nothing is, yeah. not everything has to be Casablanca. Yeah. Or Muppets but Take Manhattan when they disband band and, and Piggy is doing the handkerchief from the train. 100, 100, 100%. percent hmm not everything has to be Muppets take Manhattan. It doesn't. It just doesn't. But you turn everything into Muppets take Manhattan. And that's you probably do. the thing to ask your therapist about. Why do I have to turn everything in my life into Muppets make Manhattan? Yeah. Take Manhattan. Yeah. I would legitimately. That's the short answer to the question. Yeah. Why am I addicted to Muppets take Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> And if you haven't seen it, your assignment's to go read it right now. Go immediately. And if the end of your letter is the, the, I think the honest, most honest, authentic part of the letter is at the end when you said, or you could tell me to get over myself and to have a little Yeah. Because I don't think this person is without a sense of humor. No, I don't need that. No, are you kidding? So much of this letter was hysterical. It was hysterically annoying, but it was, I mean, this person, I think. And it's well written. Had the fucking yeah. Was turning was turning the screw a little bit, you know? Oh, of course. They wanted to hear yeah. us go nutso, nutso. Yeah. They got their wish. Rana, I yeah. got to say, it still gives me a little bit of hives. The whole thing. Just the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I, but, but however, I have to remind myself that once we got to know him a little better, he was the loveliest. Well, it was funny. After we got to know him a little bit, I liked him better than I liked her. Absolutely. That is what we discovered that we actually liked her better. It was surprising. No, we didn't like we thought no, we, him, were on we liked her him side, better. And then we That's ended right. up we were on his side. Yep. And do you what still love Charles making, Barkley, Rana? What was she making him want to move with her and her brother? What kind Not of cool. BS was that? Not cool. Do I still Rana, love Charles Barkley? Yeah. Do you, when we talked about this, we talked about our love for Charles Barkley. Do you still feel the same way? The singing group? What were they called? Gnarls Barkley? That's the one. 
Charles. Uh, Sir Charles Barkley will forever and always be one of of my my favorite broadcasters of all time. He's fabulous. Actually, I'm both happy and sorry you brought that up because here's how I'm going to close this episode, actually. And I didn't know I was, but I am. Okay. Yes. I'm going to close this episode with a Valentine's message to Tom Brady. Okay. I'll take Charles Barkley over Tom Brady. <laughs> the idea of you and Charles Barkley. I would love it. Be so he'd make me laugh so much. Chasing each other around a hotel room. Oh my god! Do you know that that legitimately sounds so fun? For four days, you and <laughs> you, four and, Ch- you and Charles Barkley, where he keeps saying to you, "I'm not gay," and you say, "I know." The yeah. whole time. You but two chasing me. each other around the uh, uh, No, everything's, all bets are off and everything happens. Yeah. And he keeps telling you during those four days, you know I'm not gay. And you yeah, say, and I, I say, know. I know. You say, keep saying, yeah. no, I don't care. I don't mind. I don't care. And no one's going to believe me anyway. Chase each other around the laughs you two would have. I would die laughing with him. I really would. I love Charles Barkley. I think Charles Barkley and I should have either a travel show or some kind of show together. Definitely. I could see it. But the reason Charles Barkley brings me to Tom Brady is the following. Charles Barkley is an athlete who was a very good athlete. Well, yeah. Elite. But he is an exceptional broadcaster. As much as he was a terrific NBA. Tom Brady or Charles Barkley? Talking about Charles Barkley. Yeah. Oh, just as good of a, I agree completely. Better. He's actually better at this job than he was at that job. Because he's like a super, like you watch him now and you're like, you are a superstar. He is absolutely living his life the right way. Completely. And there were a few moments, all of these guys have a really hard time when they retire. They just do. And they never. Because it's very difficult to ask of someone, you have to not only be an exceptional athlete, you have to also have to be charming as hell. Well, that's why only some of them are broadcasters. It's very difficult. Some of them aren't and some of them are good at whatever. But my real point is that Charles Barkley, the real question is what's the next chapter for these people when they they have a life, their entire life has been this, this, this. It's what defines them. And then there is a day, the very next day, where depending on your perspective. You're retired in your 30s. Yeah. You could be 24, you could be 45, like Tom Brady, whatever it is. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Sure. It's undisputable. Right. He is. Yeah. Numbers, this, that. Everyone knows I have a soft spot for Tom Brady. Please. I I do. I've always. Don't bring up politics with me. I don't want to talk about it. What I want to talk about is this performance. I found. His video, I don't know if you saw it. He did. I, little, I just saw the headlines. He saw a video. So he retired, the short version everyone already knows. He retired last year and then he told his wife he was going to retire and he couldn't do it. And they all do this. They all say they're retired and then they wake up the next day and say, what am I supposed to do what now? What am I supposed to do? And yeah. I love this more than anything and da, 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 da. And then they all go crazy. Yeah. And then they ruin, they, they, they don't ruin their legacy because it happens to all of them. So it doesn't matter. At the That's end of true. the day, they all screw it up. So 
and everyone loves the idea is you go out on top, but then they yes, and everyone loves to like every TV show they make another season when they shouldn't or whatever it is, and they all get depressed about the fact that they should have gone out on top or they should have done it this way, they should have done it that way. It doesn't matter; they all do it wrong. So what's the difference? Why obsess over doing it right? It evens out when everyone does it wrong. Right. So the thing people remember you for is not what you did wrong. They just remember you for the career. But mm-hmm. my point is this. So he did that. He had the whole announcement. Da, 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 da. He ends up getting, he tells his wife he's going to retire. Then he says, going to retire. And she says, see you later. And he says, no, 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 not see you later. And she says, I told you. And I meant it. She's pretty great. Who knows what else goes on in their life together? But Can we you know believe that, that she, by the way, that she's made more money than he has. Always, though. She always made more money than him. Always. I never knew that a model could get paid that much. She's the most... Well, you have to remember that she has the entire uh, Latin American market also. She's right. all of South America. I mean, she's... That's true. Yeah. She is undisputably the highest paid model of all time. Ever. Incredible. In any event, my point is this. I watched his little video last week, whenever it was, that it came out. And it absolutely broke my heart because as so much as- tell me what the video was again. Basically, he, they had the 80 for Brady premiere. Right. He obviously got back on a plane and went back to Miami that night. You know, he okay. went to the premiere and then he came back. Right. And he woke up. He looked like he had been up all night worrying. And he woke up and he just did a video. And he said, I'm just going to do a video and- I'm just going to say it. You only get one chance to make a big deal about retiring. I already did that last year. And I just want to say I'm retiring and I want to thank my family and my this and my that and whatever. And he looked, first of all, he looks thin, exhausted. This is his chance to eat more than tomatoes and he's not even taking it. Broken, hearted. Well, he can't eat. He's heartbroken. Right. He lost the two loves of his life this year. Right. Football. And his family. Yeah. More than Giselle, his family unit. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he loved Giselle deeply, but he was just doing what he was doing. And it just, this is what happens to people sometimes. He just is America's divorced dad right now. Yeah. And it's so- He really is. It just- Stinks. It stinks. And people look at him, they say, what do you feel bad for him for? He's worth 500 million. Here's why I feel bad for him. He doesn't care that he, he, fine, great. I'm happy for him. He's a big, rich, white guy. Fine. But at the end of the day, he was just a divorced dad that didn't know how to stop. And I can't believe they were able to make so, it for like 13 years or whatever it was. So sad. He was so sad. And to those guys, when they retire, they think all the other stuff, the glitz, the glamour, the sports contract, the sponsorships, the this, the that. It only makes sense because I am a quarterback. Now no one is, now I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I've been this other thing forever and now I'm nothing. And it seems crazy to say that because you think you'd have a little perspective, but we've all had that moment. I think, I certainly can relate to that where you think, oh, I have no value. Yep. Of course. And it was so sad. So this is my open invitation to Tom Brady. I've always said this. I've always said that the Patriots should hire me during the season. I don't want the job anymore, but I'm willing to do it freelance for certain people. 
And that's like a life coach kind of situation? I felt the same way when I'm like the team guidance counselor. They say, they say, okay, go see Rana. Okay. You're done with practice. You got to go see Rana for half an hour. And they come in and I say, what's the, what are these shoes? Get rid of these shoes. Where are you living? They've got me in a townhouse in Framingham. Forget it. What's your budget? They give me all their budgets of this and that. I tell them, go live here. Go see this guy for a haircut. Stop yelling at your mother. Whatever the, th- the, whatever the issues are that they're having trouble with, that they can't cope on the team and in the team environment, they I, go cl- right to I clean it up. Yeah. When Lamar Odom and Chloe had their big breakup back in the day, I said, boy, Lamar Odom could use a friend like me. If I oh, poor Lamar, yeah, that was if, tough. If Lamar, if I had had three weeks with Lamar Odom, he'd be doing fine right now. Yeah. This is an open letter to Tom Brady. He's in a very delicate moment, right? He'll be fine in a couple of months, but he's having a very tough low moment right now. And if he needs, if he wants Aunt Rana to come down and whip him into shape for a few, for a couple of weeks, she's willing to. She's willing I'll to do say, it. I'll say, here's stats tomorrow. I'll meet you at eight thirty for a cup of coffee. We're going to take a walk on the boardwalk, and we're going to figure it out. I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm going to take a lovely walk. Lovely offer. And we're going to put one foot in front of the other. We're going to figure it out. I only hope that he takes you up on it for real. So that's on my lonely hot sweetheart this Valentine's Day is Tom Brady. Sure. And that's that's my open offer to him. And that is when I stop my sports psychology uh, slash crisis PR firm. Wonderful. Yeah. Boy, that was boring. Should we cut that? No, I'm sure people loved it. I'm sure. Who did we talk about at the beginning, or was it on the Patreon? The cis hetero man. Oh yes, he probably. This one's did. for him. That was for him. Andrew Nyman, that was for you. That was for you. Yeah. This one's for you, Andrew Nyman. Okay. Happy who's Valentine's in the, Day. Who's everyone. in the Super Bowl? It already happened, dear. Oh yeah. It happened during the Puppy Bowl. That's no, right. the Puppy Bowl is before the Super Bowl. It happened during the Love Bowl, our bowl. Our bowl. That's right. Why, yes. I, so I, of course I didn't see. The Lonely Hats Bowl. All right. The, well, you know what it really is? It's a bowl of conversation hats. And I just want to say congratulations. Oh, my to, We forgot God. to say this. To everyone who ordered the kits, they got our bespoke unique bespoke conversation hats. conversation hats. I don't think anyone else did a conversation hat this year that said fap, fap, fap. They certainly didn't. They <laughs> certainly didn't. All right, dear. I adore you. You're my I Valentine. You. Have a great time. I'll be home eating greasy, greasy, crunchy onion rings in my cashmere. I'll tonight. come back and I'll tell you all about it, Rana. Don't you worry. I'll get Down. in my little footy pajamas and, and get in bed with you. I'll probably, and- when I hear the door open, pretend I'm asleep. That's not very nice, Rona. Well, that's like about as much as I want to hear about it, you know. <laughs> I'll go. I'll just go. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dear. Kiss, kiss. Happy kiss, Valentine's kiss. Day Happy to Valentine's all of Day, our Day, sweethearts. Happy Valentine's Day, my Valentine, and to all of our sweethearts. That's right. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.